0: Hello, welcome to In The Pink, the podcast with me, Natalie Pinkham. I hope you enjoyed Daniel Ricardo's interview, a bit of a recap on last year and a look ahead to 2019. Loads more guests coming up, including an incredible interview with Kenton Cool. I mean, he really is just such an interesting guy. Now, he's the mountaineer who's summited Everest more times than any other british person so do look ahead and forward to that one next up on my list of guests is Kirsty gallagher now Kirsty is obviously a very talented beautiful successful human being but it may surprise some of you to hear that her path hasn't been without its obstacles it hasn't been plain sailing for Kirsty. Really, from a very young age, and she talks very openly about the personal battles that she's had and continues to have. And every day, she works very hard to be the best version of herself. I, for one, can vouch for the fact that she's a very loyal friend and an incredibly committed and loving mother. But it hasn't been easy. And what I really value about the chat I had with her is just how open. She's been with that, so I hope you enjoy it, um, if enjoy is the right word, but I hope you appreciate it. Um, There's obviously plenty of great stuff that we've talked about and for her to look forward to as well, so yes, it's it's an interesting chat. I hope that uh, you can give me some feedback and let me know what you think and who else you'd like to hear from, but for now, sit back, relax and enjoy Kirsty Gallagher. Kirsty Jane Gallagher. Nice to have you here. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie Jane Pinkham. plain Jane Superbrain. How fun is that? Well, I actually think it's pretty dull of our parents, because Jane just kind of goes with everything, doesn't it?
1: Got to be careful. Some people might like their name Jane. <laughs> I must admit, I did ask my mum, why did you call me Jane? Because there there is no reason for this. Um, because it just
0: goes with everything. You see, when we've chosen on. Jane, all,
1: me. Well, there we are. Yes, uh, the trio. I'll have upset her now. Aww. I've just on Jane. how funny is that? But no, I don't know why they chose Jane. I must ask <laughs> my parents. It's a bit late now.
0: Born in Scotland, but moved down here eight, when you were like 18 months yeah. old. So do you feel Scottish or English?
1: This is a difficult one. You might get me in trouble because when there are England games on, yeah. I get so many abusive texts, and tw- not texts, tweets and messages because. It's really difficult for me. I, I obviously am Scottish-born, but was brought up and went to English schools. Mm. So I very firmly sit on the fence as to my allegiance with supporting... Uh, I'm an England supporter, really. Yeah. It's difficult for me because, I, as I say, I was brought up down here. Um, I am Scottish-born, but I think it is difficult with regards to some people thinking, well, you should be a Scottish supporter yeah, but when you no know matches what? on. Yeah, and... but
0: listen, if Scotland played England... When Scotland play England, in the Six Nations, mm-hmm. who do you support? England.
1: Oh, do yeah.
0: you?
1: My, uh, you, you know, I, I do.
0: What did your dad say about
1: that? Well, I, I, my dad's brilliant. He understands that because they chose to school me in England. Yeah. And I was, I've never lived there, really. 18 yeah. months old maximum I was when yeah. I came down. You uh, don't sound very Scottish. No, so. I don't sound very Scottish. I obviously have a fab, fabulous sort of Scottish family, but we're actually an Irish you know, the Gallaghers are Irish, so we could we could all argue that I'm Irish. Mm. So where do where do you draw the line? Mm. So I, I would say that I'm English bred, therefore I support England mainly. Uh one eye is on Scotland and the other is a little bit on Ireland as well, to be <laughs> honest. We I'm just tracing the family tree at the moment. Um for my dad's seventieth. Oh, he won't see lovely. this or yeah, he doesn't know, but no. he won't he won't know. It keeps awake the 9th of february so it's quite silent. um tracing the family tree and we are a very irish family oh how lovely there is no scottish in there the gallahers so again you could argue that couldn't you yeah no it's good the Um, the stuff i've found is amazing but but your dad absolutely is scottish well he's scottish born but irish family but yes i mean he would say scottish of course um because his family moved to ireland when he was uh, well he was born in scotland up to to Irish, you know, to an Irish dad really.
0: And what was it like growing up as his daughter? Did you feel the spotlight on you? In what way? Well just because he's a high profile sportsman you kind of have grown up vaguely in the spotlight yeah. in terms of having a famous dad.
1: I, I found my junior school Couth Park was amazing um, went to school not really thinking about it because I think you're quite unaware at that age so, mm. so that's up to you know about 11 isn't it? Or whatever um then when i went to my senior school st george's nascot which was a, a very you know an amazing school i i quite there a was a lot school. quite posh quite academic quite a lot of awareness of who your parents were right and i did find it very difficult because there were some girls that weren't particularly pleasant oh no why yeah no because of i, I guess coming from a family there was a bit of jealousy yeah. and i was very sporty and it was like oh you know yeah. sporty daughter of and there was a bit of jealousy you know what girls can be like sadly Mm. sometimes so I didn't yeah I found school quite difficult sometimes in that way and that was definitely partly because of who my dad was and he was Ryder Cup captain at the time Mm. so he was very much at the the front of kind of golf and he was Ryder Cup captain sort of three years three times I should say over six years because um, it was every other year. And I, I did find that quite difficult, actually, I must say. Um, there was quite a lot of jealousy and a little bit of bullying as well. I oh, must that's admit. horrible.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I don't really
1: talk about it a lot, but I, was, I did i did experience For bullying. For what kind of bullying? Just a bit of nastiness. People leaving you out, but it was jealousy-based. Yeah. Or... I used to fight, you know, and I don't know. Did you ever have that thing?
0: We were all girls, yeah, you were. I was at mixed school, um, and then all girls, and then back to mixed for sixth form.
1: I had this. There was this new thing that came in, which was like a girl crush thing.
0: Oh yeah. Do you remember
1: that? Yeah. But I took it the wrong way, and right. I used to think it was a nasty thing. But oh. apparently, it was very flattering. Yeah. But I wasn't really. I was quite a naive, very innocent young girl. Yeah. All I cared about was doing really well at school. I was deputy head day girl. I was sports captain. Oh. All I really. cared about was just focusing on that I was yeah like, i was quite geeky actually yeah, yeah. um how things changed uh, <laughs> as you know and um i would kind of like find girls' stuff in my lockers and stuff and it'd be like oh she likes you and i'm like what what well I and it wouldn't be like a, the problem uh, is it wouldn't be like a sort of not, les- not, not not like lesbian. No, crush, I don't but, think so. It'd just, be like, oh, yeah, they yeah. look up to you because yeah. you're good at netball, yeah. or you're yeah. tennis captain, or you're yeah. this. But at the time, I didn't see that in a very positive way. I got it made me very anxious actually. But,
0: well, does that say more about you then than them? Probably. I've always
1: suffered a bit from anxiety, but I think the base was probably at the school because didn't really understand it, didn't really get that. I wasn't really used to that kind of behaviour.
0: But you see, this is something that I needed to be
1: harder and stronger. Yeah,
0: but also, this is something I've always noticed about you as a person is that you don't really back yourself.
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Enough. I know. Well, you know me why, very well as one of my that? best friends.
0: Um, so we, we went all the way back to school. Days. Yeah, I like, think it probably why does. And did you when say, I, well, I'm great at netball and I'm academic? I'm I don't good.
1: know. I, I, I wasn't brought up. My parents didn't bring me up to feel, and I'm not saying they've done anything wrong, but I think maybe my parents didn't want me to be or didn't feel that it was appropriate bringing up the children in that kind of you-are-great way, which actually, I, I I tell my children, it's funny how things change, because yeah. as you know with Oscar and Jude, my, my sons, I, I tell them how great they are.
0: yeah. And
1: I always give them, you know, not to make them big-headed, but I yeah. always make sure they know when they've done something great yeah. academically, um, sport, sport-wise, whatever. Because I want them to feel mm. like they are backed, mm. that they can back themselves, that they can go on mm. and move that step forward and, you know, they've got that kind of,
0: like, confidence. Mm. And I, I guess maybe I didn't feel I had that. And maybe you do that with the boys because you did that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But I
1: was an anxious youngster, yeah. I mean, I did, I did have to deal with quite a lot of things and I did have panic attacks and things, which I have discussed before. Um, and I did have a bit of anxiety. I always wanted to be the best and do the best yeah. and I pushed myself and um obviously we'll talk about marathon in, in a bit but there definitely is something in there that well, harks say, yeah. back to my pushing myself mm. and really pushing myself in a sporting arena
0: mm. and obviously lots of people have lots of different reasons why they do sport and why they train and why they push themselves mm. out of their comfort zone um they're running from something they're venting they're trying to challenge themselves take themselves out of their comfort zone is there a bit of all of that for you, do you think? Because your Instagram's full of training and pushing yourself hard and yeah. being the best version of yourself, but you never seem to actually sit back and ever give yourself a pat on the back.
1: So I train hard with Maldine as you know. I adore training with him. He's brilliant. Mm. Um, the training I do with him, so which is weight-based mainly, but obviously a lot of cardio through the, the reps, and we do, do a lot more cardio now because obviously I'm doing the marathon. I just love that whole... I'm so competitive, but hopefully in a healthy way. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I, you know me, I'm a girl, I'm a girl's girl. Yeah. I would never mow down, you know, I'm always, yeah. I've got, always got my friends back. Well, you're competitive
0: any, with yourself I'm more than competitive. Others. So yeah. if he says mm. to
1: me, right, do five more, I'll go seven more. Yeah. Or if he goes, um, I'll go, you know, how many more to do? Um, and I'm doing my, my reps mm. and he'll go just give me five more I'll, I'll think no 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 he he wants me to do more mm. and I will do more mm. and it's so funny because he knows that I'll always go higher than lower mm. I won't go oh no I'm not doing that Mel mm. and I think really I was asked um, by our mutual good friend Rosie Nixon oh, yeah. um, at Hello Magazine who obviously is um, very much a supporter of a certain charity Safe Hands for Mothers and she spoke to me and you, didn't she? We went yeah. to that amazing screening. eye-opening screening yeah, 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 of yeah. Uh, Hibo Wadare's um, film that she's ma- made about um, female genital mutilation, which is horrific and still sadly happening in the world. And anyway, I spoke to Rosie, um, and she champions this fantastic charity, which I'll tell you about more in the minute. You know you know about yeah. it. And she just said, would anyone like to do the marathon? Yeah. It's for, I'd like to, someone to do it for... Um, safe safe hands hands for mothers and it's been in the back of my head to do the marathon I was going to do it years ago and I didn't Mm. do it because I had an injury and I just thought right on the spot because I'm very I'm quite you know what I'm like
0: reactive reactive
1: about things and I went I'll do it do you remember in that email you were like oh my god (laughs) because it was a group email you were (laughs) like
0: super keen really?
1: (laughs) yeah what what is she doing? I was like yes don't make me change my mind so I thought in, in one fell swoop I thought well fabulous because for such a great cause yeah. that we went and saw with mm. our own eyes what mm. it does mm. what we're going to do how we're going to help how they need our help mm. these young mothers and women in in certain countries and also I thought it's a great challenge for myself now I'm freelance work wise mm. I can balance it and it can just be part of my exercise mm. regime I've always mm. wanted to do more running mm. so I'm not a long distance runner again that's a new thing for me because I'm more a sprinter mm. and a kind of dynamic mm. trainer yeah and I think it'd be really good for me to change it up a bit. And it's, what can be bad about it? And I just thought, it's a couple of months of my life. I'm fit, healthy, training more than ever, healthier than I've ever been. And I just thought, this is this is the time to do it. And it mm. felt right. My gut, which I use all the time now, said, yeah, this mm. is the right time. And, and I probably am competing with myself. I mean, at the mm. moment, I'm really pushing myself because it's really hard work. Mm. And I've come into you today. My knees are creaking and... <laughs>
0: You, how how many weeks training has it been so far?
1: Well, I'm, I've only done a few, yeah. As in running, uh, but I've been I've up my training. You know,
0: it's obviously with Christmas and stuff. It's difficult, but
1: yeah, I'm I'm fully into my running now, and I've, I'm setting targets of mileage per week. And if I don't hit that, I'll be really upset. So. But look,
0: I mean, I think it's great. First of all, well done. <laughs> I'm very proud of you for that. But Thank sometimes you. I do worry that you don't give yourself a break. That you don't sometimes. Yeah, but I say and, that of you. I really. Oh well, yeah! When we went just sit down so in funny. Dubai. Sit down. I got two kids. They were lunatics. <laughs> yeah, but mine are two and three, so it was like slightly different. But... I know. Um, I know. We'll um, you're forward. right. Yeah. I
1: think I think the thing I do is give myself a hard time. With. Yes. Yeah. And I also worry what people think too much.
0: Uh, okay. Well, and why, I think why people are you out there, that off, do you
1: people think? Think? out there will not know this, and people who will be listening to this don't know this of me unless you know me that I yeah. actually really worry about what. I do. People think, and obviously, yeah. it's been a tough few years. With yeah. divorce, is horrific, yeah. and I had a, I've had a tough few years because I, I, you know, pretty much hit rock bottom at one point. Um, in the way of, you know, my grief, my trauma through, through, you know, for my children. And losing relationship, whether that's yeah. right or wrong, yeah. it is a horrific time. And I'm no different to any other woman. Mm. I'm no different to anybody that's been through trauma, divorce, mm. loss, loss of somebody mm. or people. Or mm. I can't imagine losing, you know, touch with children. God, I mean, I nearly lost my father, as you know, yeah. um, five years ago yeah. with that cardiac arrest. That was. I, I'm pretty sure that has been compounded into my yeah. stress levels the last few years, yeah. having gone through that. He lived, which was pretty miraculous. Yeah. And then I got divorced, and I think that my, my poor b- body and brain and everything's just gone through this kind of like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So now is time to kind of nurture, and you're right, it's yeah. nurture, look after myself, do different things, which is really why I also decided to leave Sky last year and go freelance because I want to be my own boss mm. again. I want to be there for the kids more. I was getting home late at night and I loved my time at Sky, it was the best. But I felt I did my time there. Mm. Um, I did everything I wanted to achieve.
0: So it wasn't a prison sentence. Well, no. I did my time. Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. I loved my time. You no, know what I, I mean. Know. I mean, I, I was know. there
1: for nearly 20 years. I know. But and I, know. I think some the, the thing with me is I love change. And that's my other big... Yeah, well, like I a, would say that's an attribute, yeah. actually.
0: It's a shot in the arm, isn't it? Because you think, you think actually, I need a, a new challenge, a new direction. Well, yeah, and that's what
1: I'm doing now with yeah. this with this marathon. And I've got these very exciting projects coming up god it's difficult to not say anything about them but these um you know one big terrestrial project coming up and, and a couple awesome. of others very exciting that are going to be unveiled in the next couple of months it's going to be busy but i uh, and various other things going on and it's all probably just starting to mm. get busy again and and great and it's just been a kind of sought out period i think sometimes you have to reflect mm. have some time out and then and then move on again mm. i think that's what i've done over the last six I, months i think because I think I felt I was in going full pelt into everything for yeah. in years. Yes. I was, uh, I, you know, when you go through divorce, and as I say, and, and all those things, I think you've sometimes got to take stock, and I didn't do that. Mm. I just carried on in this little stressy ball, as you know, and I'd come to you crying, and I'd just not cope very well, and, mm. and now I'm not doing that. So mm.
0: Mm. You do seem different, definitely. <laughs> Very that's good. No, really good. I think um, probably people listening to this who see you from the outside see this, you know, perfect woman, great career, <clears throat> kids, all the rest. Of it. Yes, okay, a divorce, um, but they assume that you've got some kind of superhuman powers to deal with that. And I think that is actually a really crucial point. That strip back, really, at the end of it all, mm. you are just another girl with a broken heart. You know, that's come through what must feel, especially to someone as competitive as you like Mm. you failed you know
1: well yeah i mean it's very sad isn't it when a a relationship doesn't work but Mm. i mean again it does every relationship are we all on the same journey you know is there one journey that's a question mark isn't it for everybody Mm. to think about but i mean obviously some people and wonderful have one partner that works sadly these days we see a lot more people divorcing separating etc so there are though you know i you know what is amazing and wonderful is I we have two wonderful children. Mm. And there's no regret there, of course. Mm. And we mm. had a wonderful time. But life sometimes doesn't go the way you want it to go, does it? I mean, Do you know? I mean, you know it's you say it's sad, it it's
0: sad that um, that people break up. But some people might argue that's just natural. You know, you're yeah. sometimes not meant to be with the same that's person right. your whole life.
1: But that's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think there is, there is that where some would agree that you, you don't all move on and evolve in the same way that you can stay on that parallel path.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, it's um, actually and, a lot and that of luck kind of
0: what is what happens. Really. There's a lot of luck involved with keeping a marriage together mm. that you grow at the same pace and in the same direction. Exactly. And then there's equally probably a lot of married couples out there who are utterly miserable. So I'd rather be single and happy yeah. than lonely in a marriage, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Don't worry, Wiggy. I'm not planning to divorce you just yet. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> you give me plenty of reasons. Sometimes "This is the man that got more excited about this hundred kilo ball that I gave him for Christmas oh, hilarious. than anything Those else." The pictures were brilliant. For God's I sake, I need to it. have a go on that. I mean, he's in the garden. Yeah,
1: cross. Might have a Go Can on that in a minute. Oh my God! How hilarious. Imagine he is you, so imagine you, imagine
0: you being married to Wiggy. Well, I mean, we'd be just to be competitive, complete You'd train nightmare. Each other into the ground. I mean, we'd be
1: exhausted. <laughs> I mean, that is priceless. Because <laughs> already we have our little jousts. I know. Verbal
0: jousts. Yeah. But he um, is... He is but, wonderful. Do you know what? He's a Love you, cane. Wiggy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. No, I do. Most do you know, of the time. Do you know what's interesting, though, about, about the training with him? Is that if he doesn't train... I'm jumping around a bit here, I know. <laughs> but if he doesn't train... His head goes a bit. But so does mine. He's a bloody nightmare. Well, so is mine. He's... I've
1: now got to that place of that, that same thing. I... I'm, I'm fidgety and I get this and obviously there are we do know that obviously the release of serotonin and, yeah. which is the happy natural drug in our you know, brains is released when we, when we do exercise Yeah, there is so much truth, truth in that making yeah. you feel alright and good and like I've, I've bounced in here today I feel really fresh and lovely yeah. did a big run this morning was quite pleased it was better than yesterday because on my map your run or map my run or whatever yeah. it is on my app It said you've gained this and done that. And I'm really pleased because that's a small margin of gain. Yeah. But that's all I need because running is not my forte. Yeah, yeah. Not long distance anyway. So I know that that's made me feel great and then tomorrow... And that's funny,
0: isn't it? How it all kind of just makes you feel... But it's mood altering. Like, (sighs) I find it amazing that there's probably only about a 20 minute window that I want to be around him. Mm, Because before he trains, he's angry. Yeah. And after he trains, (laughs) he he comes in so full of testosterone, he's about three octaves louder and, and higher than he should be. And he's like... Wah, 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 beating his chest. And I go, wow, chill out, dude. Oh, funny. It's and so then funny. he calms down again. I know. But isn't it amazing that exercise can do that? I know, it's amazing. He's definitely addicted. Would you say you're addicted?
1: Um, I don't think I'm addicted. I could be. But if you don't could do it, be. what happens? Well, the thing is, is that I am training every day now. Exactly. So I am going to probably start to get addicted. Oh, but God. I was very aware of not being a gym addict yeah. or a you know an addict of, of of the kind of having to exercise or whatever it is mm. and and get that thrill and um, but i i'm actually loving this feeling like mm. i'm i'm really loving this running so um, one of our, um,
0: one of our colleagues at, at sky sports um told me that she got into exercise to help through the grief of her her brother dying mm-hmm. anna woolhouse um, yeah. she's been quite open about that do you think that in some way training was a therapy for you to cope with the divorce? Yes, it was for definite. For definite, just escapism. Uh,
1: it, it all happened at the right <coughs> the right time. I was introduced to Meldine through Rio, Ferdinand, and Gabby, Logan. Yeah, so you're close, both close to me. And I, they just said to me, both of them, went, you will really like Meldine, mm. and you need to train with him because you need to, he really <laughs> wants to train you and." Um, You'll find it interesting. It's kind of what you want to do your next kind of level of training, really. Mm. Um, that was after Strictly Come Dancing where, oh God, I was just so stressed with that because that was all around the divorce. And I had a few sessions with Mel and I just loved it. Um, and that that helped me for sure, mm. yeah. He's so, amazing. He's become one of my closest friends, as you know. Um, I, I never dread a session. Mm. He's brilliant because if I do turn up, because obviously, like as you do, you do turn up sometimes in the gym or with a trainer and go i really i'm not feeling this today yeah and he's brilliant with that because sometimes i'm like i didn't sleep brilliantly because Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe i was working late or hosting something or um had been traveling or whatever he's brilliant because you just he knows what to do with you Mm. and he's brilliant and he's very kind and supportive and to have him there well he's been amazing just in a i think he's like that with everybody you know Mm -hmm. he helps everybody in turn i help him we talk it's lovely. Mm-hmm. I love my hours with him, and I'm training loads with him. He's helping me run and weight train still. So, um,
0: brilliant, really. So, you've come out the other side of it, <clears throat> as I've already said. You do seem very different, even to a year ago than, than than you were. Right in the, as you say, when you did Strictly, maybe Strictly was a bit too soon. It was for you. too
1: far too soon, actually. I'm I'm a little bit upset with that because, mind you, you can't pick and choose, can you? They'd asked me to do Strictly quite a few years, and I'd said, no, yeah. not the right time, not the right time, not the right time. And then I thought, well, if I keep saying no, yeah. they won't ask me again, and yeah. I, I love that show. And it's a, a bit of a shame, really. I did it too soon. Um, I, Brendan is of, uh, Brendan Cole, my partner, I mean, he's another great friend that's come out of it. i made so many great friends in that show, and I didn't, have, I didn't have a bad time at all. It was just really stressful. I was working at Sky Sports full-on um and doing my normal hours and then i was training like minimum that you should do which is terrible really um so i wasn't training enough and then i was getting there quite um, unprepared on a friday and then for the show i
2: hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
1: I'm just feeling. i uh, just feeling mostly like I just. I'm really nervous. What's it?
0: annoying though is that because what, what did you get? To, is that sixth week? Six sixth, week. Sixth yeah. week. You're like, oh, that's still good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't I've, know, I've got a real sub, but sad, I'm not. Sure. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I have a my throat, I need some water. Um, but what I felt, was my, what I was frustrated about for you was that I think you were just on the cusp of starting to enjoy it. No, I was. And then just as you were, start, and the more you would have enjoyed it. The better you would have been at dancing. Well, you I just know because you would have seen it in your face. See, I wasn't. I'm not
1: a dancer. The thing that the thing that's interesting is that it, you can be sporty, yeah. uh, which I am,
0: yeah.
1: But it, it doesn't make you a dancer. No. We have seen some great sportsmen do very well, like Mark Rambcrash, yeah. is amazing. Yeah. and various others. But the thing the thing is is that it doesn't make you a good dancer necessarily because I'm quite. I, I found the lifts and things funnily enough, and I hate heights. But anyway, I trusted Brendan. That was my best part. The yeah. lifts were my probably my strongest point because mm. that athleticism was mm. there mm. and the fitness levels. But when I was on the floor having to do the kind of little dainty... Although the the, the Viennese waltz was amazing and that was my highest scoring um, week. Yeah. And um, I, I found... I think my best points were like 29 or whatever. That's still good, isn't it? Yeah. And I found that, that incredible, really. And... Um, what else? I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, the no, salsa I think you're was good at, fun. Good at the
0: discipline side of it because you are very but, I, but again,
1: I gave myself a hard time.
0: Yeah, you need to just... I gave myself yeah. a hard
1: time, so you you. It harks back to what we were talking about earlier.
0: So, have you had any help with that? Like, can anybody help you? No, I that? think Has it you. Got to come down I think. To
1: you? I think no. I think you just need to take time out for yourself. Um, yeah. I didn't have any help. No, I have just had. To. I think. I think again, it goes back to doing too much. I was working too mm. much. Um, when I was at Sky Sports, I was dealing with too much. I was very stressed after the divorce and I was dealing with, you know, being a, a, trying to be a great mum, everything, keep it all going, uh, coming home late at night from work, pushing myself too much. And I think I didn't cope. Mm. It's simple. And I think what happens sometimes is you've got to go, right, I need to make changes. I need to step, take a step back. Look at what I'm doing. Reflect and move forward again, and that's right. exactly what's happened. It's yeah. kind of like a rejig, yeah. and that's what's happened now. And, and like, the reset I love reset button, yeah. and I think sometimes you need to do that. And now I, I feel like I can breathe again, whereas I couldn't breathe about a year, or eighteen months ago. I just couldn't. I felt like I was just not coping really. Mm. Mm.
0: So, no, it's interesting. I mean, <clears throat> the trouble is, and I think this is the case for a lot of working mums no matter what you do in life, is we put so much bloody pressure on ourselves. And actually, that's it. That's what we do is we push ourselves exactly because we it. think that that's ambition. Mm. And it's not necessarily ambition. Um, bloody right. hell, I'm constantly riddled with guilt because I just think mm. I don't know how... What is too many mm. races to do in F1?
1: Well, I know because I've talked to you about not travelling, you, you not going, yeah. and I'm trying to say, well, the kids will be fine. But I yeah. do understand Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't travel that much with work, but yeah. I mean, I I feel terrible when I go away for more than a couple of days.
0: It just it, it, I, I just feel
1: I feel like it's selfish, even though I'm actually working for my children. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and I think the thing is that a lot of parents will feel the same, mm. and I have so much empathy um, with those parents that really, you know, they maybe have two jobs or mm. you know, mm. and and are just trying to make ends meet. Um, and that's very difficult. Mm.
0: And then, and then, how do you life cope with, now? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, stressful. Yeah, nothing's hope, cheap.
1: Th- life mm. is difficult. Yeah. You know, we're so busy. We're busier than ever as, as human beings. We're yeah. more stressed than ever. Life is quicker. Mm. It's it's a treadmill. Mm. Um, and but it doesn't have to be, does it? No, it doesn't have to be. But I think children are more used to yeah. that fast paced life now. Yeah. Parents working, mm. both parents working. Mm. Um, I think it's a luxury if um, they've got one parent at home more mm. don't you mm-hmm. so actually um, I think we sometimes need to give ourselves a break mm-hmm. and I think we haven't done that you and mm-hmm. I and, and I think certainly I, I, I didn't give myself a break I just felt like I've got to keep going here I don't know uh, and what
0: about but that what, was not healthy um, okay so looking forward 2019 what about dating are you going to do some and are you ready for a relationship now do you think I well you know all the truths about me and, and whether
1: I'm seeing anybody I'm not saying whether I'm seeing anyone or not. Oh. Um but you know. <laughs> so I just I think that was the other thing is that when you split up with a long term partner,
0: mm.
1: you feel like you need to catapult yourself into another relationship. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. I did it a few times. Yeah. You know, they were you know, they were lovely relationships, but they weren't right.
0: Yeah. Were they lovely relationships? Well, not all of them. Let's
1: <laughs> not let's not mention names. But it's I all think part of a learning curve. It's part of the learning curve. But I think you you kind of are I was scared to be on my own. Yeah. I th- I think I thought I need to be with someone. Mm. I need to have someone there. It's positive to do that. And it wasn't the right thing. No. Like I I needed to be on my own. And anybody out there who's done that and been on their own after divorce or whatever, well done, because that is the right path because what I did was not the right thing. And I ended up just kind of bouncing from one kind of, you know, really lovely, pe- you know, lovely people in the way of, you yeah. know, I knew, knew them well. I got to know them well. I went properly dated, yeah. did it all the right way. Um, but it just wasn't the right thing to do. Do you think you might possibly be drawn
0: to the wrong kind of guy, Possibly though? in the past. Right.
1: Oh, but really? what I have done, as you know, is had a period of, again, reflection of not being with anybody um for a period of time and that is really healthy yeah and you shouldn't um need to be it's like russell my brother-in-law says um he said to me and i should have listened to him and i didn't this is two years ago he just said kirstie i think you need to have some time on your own Mm. and i thought no i don't and he said yes you do and so i didn't and now sorry russell you're correct (laughs) a period of time on my own Mm. to love yourself Mm. which is such a cliche but it's true to kind of like yourself Mm. and to feel happy in your life without having to be validated Mm. by somebody or something else is the right move well you definitely I didn't want to be on my own really I didn't
0: like being on my I didn't like
1: being in the house on my own do you remember I didn't like being in the house on my own I was like oh I don't blame you I'm the same
0: I like a busy house I like lots of people well I
1: you know when you get Divorced again, and and you got you know it's it is the, the children are split time, have split time. It is it's not very nice being home without them, but you have to learn to get on with that because yeah. children are fine, they're healthy and happy, they're they're very very secure. We have a great schedule, um you know. I have a good relationship with my with with, with you know my ex partner, and I think that's the important thing. Of
0: course, of course. So
1: I think as long as they're okay, mm. I should be okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but bloody tough, God. I mean, anyway. I, I just can't imagine my kids not being with me and yeah. being in a different house. I mean, that is. I know. It's tough, but they're
1: okay and it's part of, of what you go through. Part of growing up. Sadly. Well.
0: Sadly, it is. And but I mean, mm-hmm. you know,
1: Oscar's going to, or my my children, you know, Oscar will go to boarding school possibly, or, you know, that you have to get used to it at some yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. After yeah. that, travelling or working, or, you know, you have to
0: get used to it at some point. I, ah, guess I mean, you, you just say just, that, my children are chained to my uncle. Yes, yeah, well, well, we, we know. That. Right now. Clearly. Hey, uh, <laughs> <I> Willow. <though.
1: laughs> Uh, yeah. well, oh my that's god not, I'm going to be one of those that's not untrue
0: day, I know mummy I'm obsessed yes uh, <clears throat> so I've got this real tickle so annoying hang on I'm just going to get some water no. okay so there, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people listening who have gone through similar um, stories, circumstances, journeys as you what advice would you give to successful co-parenting wow um, oh gosh there are so many things I could say
1: for me it would be communication good communication yeah. where you're coming from the same place and you're you're on the same page so the kids know what's going on they're not confused because yeah. there's already there's enough confusion mm-hmm. going on um of course and there's enough heartache sadness anger in the children at times probably mm. um through you know <clears throat> you just want to minimize that as much as possible make sure that you are as i say on the same page and also i would say that you are positive about each other Mm. as parents and Um, you do have
0: that with yes paul don't
1: you yeah you must be positive to the children Mm. when you're talking about the other parent positivity Mm. and respect Mm. that's so important for children to hear Mm. there's not negativity even though you might be going through hell you know Mm. and having your your own arguments you Mm. you you and your former partner Mm you know you've got to get to that place where you are in a positive place about each other to Mm -hmm. your children so they know it's all coming from yes you haven't you're not together but it's all coming from a place of love yeah the best for the children they're safe make sure they feel safe and obviously it is excruciatingly sore and painful the whole thing and you know I know many people listening to this will understand that um and I you know I will never get over it um, that whole experience but you just have to make it easier yeah. for each other and listen there are also of course attributes to not attributes but you want to think positively that you bring different experiences when you're in different places yeah, yeah. and different partners yeah. so it's not always negative No, different journeys different mm. insights different things to do so hopefully children also can learn and grow in different ways mm. from having parents that aren't not in the same place with the same person. Um, you know, we can't be negative always, can we? Like we've, we've discussed al- already. I mean, is it the right thing to be one partner? Mm. Um, it do- I don't think it always works. No, I don't. No. Because sometimes, as we know, some children would like their parents, they think, actually, would prefer them to divorce. Yeah. Why would you want to hear arguing? Right. Why would you hear, hear negativity about another? Yeah. Better for people to sometimes just get on with it, yeah. separate and, and mm. live mm. harmoniously in that mm. kind of co-parenting, separated mm. scenario mm. so no communication and positivity mm. and respect yeah. uh, for each for each other is probably what
0: i'd say there are so many other things i could say but i'm not going to bore you with it <laughs> no i i, I find it fascinating and my mum always says in, and you know some of my listeners will know that my mum is a barrister specializing mm. oh, in, in, um, in 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 child welfare and and uh, family law and she will always say she'll try and remind her clients she would say, Look, at one point you loved him. At one point you loved her. No, that's enough right. to have a child together. I mean, some some might say you don't need love for that. But the point is, at one point you were drawn enough to each other. So just, you know, try no, and bottle right. that feeling and um, use think it Think about for the, the children. children. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I've spoken, of course, to a yeah. mum before. And yeah. she's a wonderful woman, Joy, and, and absolutely right yeah, in yeah. that. And I think that that's very, very true.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a bit more about your career. Um, my God, your CV is pretty varied, isn't it? I mean, you look at Sky Sports News, Rise. I forgot you did yes, Rise. breakfast show. That I've done pro-
1: probably every type of show, like morning, lunchtime, evening. Wait, wait, um, when do you
0: perform best? What time of day? Are you a night bird or a, a lark? Are you an owl or a lark? Um,
1: do you know? I, I, I've thought about this before and never actually come to a conclusion. <laughs> um, I don't particularly feel wonderful getting up at 3am i mean sj obviously our, our mm. very good friend gets up at very early in the morning i think with children it's tough um i don't think it's particularly healthy for me uh maybe because i do a lot of sport and fitness yeah. and i'm <clears throat> i need i need to ha- i need to sleep so probably early morning rise i did eight nine months no children then obviously i was yeah. uh, a bit younger i found it hard because I wasn't feeling fresh and perky so probably I'm more of a day to yeah. evening early evening program person um interviewing is my absolute favorite thing to do which I am now uh, looking at a few different formats on um which is very exciting um and obviously I, I'm used to interviewing like you are a lot of sports men and women and that is my favorite thing um so I'm I'm looking at basing a few new projects around sort of talking to and trying to extract information positively from people, but no, um, not waterboarding, not you? just a <laughs> No, not not no, no, extraction. no, no, not not that kind of extraction. Oh my god! Um, um, Kurt's no, own videos, I know there've been. I'm just thinking of all these different shows. Iconic, wasn't hilarious. It? A lot of you uh, strange sort of places. Uh, lots of. You know, basically me propping up various different, I don't know, you know, we were filming in all these. I, I remember people going, very strange, you're in that strange place. And then you, you're looking at home video. Obviously, you know, when you do these kind of clip shows, you're just in random venues. And we were at, sort of filming at nightclubs during the day. Oh. And various places, well, it's just a, a venue. And then you've got your little, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the actual clip. Uh, when you think back, it made me laugh so much. But it was, but apparently the Queen watched it no yes apparently there was that terrible story it was in one of the papers i went name the paper uh, they did that there was you know someone had got into buckingham palace and found the secrets of buckingham palace and apparently his own videos the queen watched so your majesty thank you very much um that, that was quite amusing i must say that
0: is a tabloid story that i'm going to choose to believe right
1: well i'm not sure <laughs> if it is true or not i i have met the uh, her majesty a couple of times as you have and um I've chosen not to mention it. So <laughs> okay. I don't know, but Kirsty's home videos was hilarious. Don't I shatter don't... the illusion. If okay. is, Let's just true keep or not, that strong.
0: just don't ever ask no, her. No, you're right. She might say no. No, you're right. Um, but I
1: have done a lot of different programmes. The Games, obviously, uh, which I competed in and then I presented with Jamie Theakston the year after. Rise, Gladiators, Kirsty's home videos we talked about. Um, uh, Sky Sports News, uh, 90 Minutes, Sports Centre. Oh gosh, how I don't think there must be other stuff in there. Obviously Saturday Night Takeaway with Anton Deck, who I loved working with.
0: Um Now you're doing Classic FM. Um I'm, I'm loving to... doing
1: radio. Yeah. Radio's wonderful. Um I and obviously you know from Sam, your brother, yeah. who who is brilliant. Um and uh, you can really be yourself because you aren't worrying about what you what people aren't watching you, they're yeah. listening to you. So you can kind of sit, relax, have a cup of tea yeah. and talk. Um I love classical music. I'm I, I, it's always on in my house, and I love working there. What a lovely family they are! So that's uh, wonderful. And of course, I do Radio Five Live as well, which is mm. great. Robbie Savage, Chris Sutton. Uh, Robbie's become a really close friend of mine, and we just have a laugh. He's fantastic. So uh, we work together quite a lot. And yeah, I'm loving. I'm loving my different the different types of media and investigating what I'm enjoy. You know, the, what, what I may enjoy more. TV is obviously my favourite still. And obviously, I'll be back on very soon with these new projects. But it's been a wonderful six months of of just breathing again and kind of doing different stuff. And freelance life is is you, you have to get used to it because yeah. you're not working every day. Yeah, but I am structured. No, mm. and, and I did worry about that. And I have got you know at times I've been fidgety. But then I've gone to the gym. Um, yeah. But, you know, I am a mum as well. Yeah. And I've concentrated on just cooking more, being more um, content to be at home. I've got I've acquired another dog, of course, Bertie, the French bulldog, who's mad. We've got a tortoise. We've got Betsy, the beautiful bulldog. So it's all quite hectic um, at home. And I think sometimes you've just got to kind of sit back and go, I'm quite enjoying this and I don't have to have a structure every yeah. day. I, I'm just going to... Pick and choose a bit more about what I'm doing, which I am. And it's a very exciting year ahead. And I've obviously got the marathon to get my teeth stuck into. I was reading my marathon book in bed last night, which was hilarious, that my brother and my sister-in-law gave me the weekend for my birthday, and how
0: to run your first marathon. It's quite daunting, so I've got a lot of work to do. You're going to be amazing at it. I'm going to ask you one pretty tough question oh, no they've all been tough Ah oh, no go on no uh, oh, gosh. it's slightly unfair but oh really well, no only because um it's hard for you to answer do you think that good looks in an industry like ours is a help or a hindrance because obviously you're beautiful i know you won't accept me no, saying that. No, we? here we go shut up but that has obviously propelled you into the spotlight because people find you very attractive and appealing to look at but in a way does it undermine your credibility in any sense because people go oh, she's be there because she's beautiful but, but this is slightly like the nepotism
1: um yeah. argument which I had very early days which could be sort of this, in the you know within the same discussion which is oh well it's Vernon Gallagher's daughter yeah. uh she got a job at Sky Sports well yeah. Sky Sports are, you know, they are a brilliant company where they don't choose presenters who are just of famous, you know, sports, or famous yeah. people who can't do their job. They, they're they yeah. not going to put themselves in that position. No. Nepotism is, is a strange thing. Mm. Um, you know, okay, you might meet the people in the beginning, you might get a foot in the door, but if you, you aren't knowledgeable enough mm. or not good enough at your job, you're soon going to sink, aren't you? And it's like I had to answer many questions when I started presenting, when people said, do you think, you know... Did you get a hand up because of your dad? Well, I would go, well, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, would be like, yeah, you're doing really well. And I would say, Un- unless um, unless you're not doing well, if you're sinking mm. and you haven't got that backing of, you know, being good at your job, you don't work hard enough, et cetera. Knowledge. Then knowledge mm. um, and moving forward in that way, then you aren't, you aren't going to prove yourself. Yeah. But I had a lot of proving myself to do because of my dad. The looks thing, um, I don't see myself as anything special. But I think, again, women uh, or men in the industry that are good-looking, yes, they've got that maybe that little foot in the door of, okay, they're attractive to the eye, and so people quite enjoy looking at them. Unless they
0: are good, you are actually more in the line of fire, I would say. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you feel that you have to prove yourself more and that that you deserve to be there, that you have a right to be there? You know, I've heard people say before... Uh, you know, well, he or she isn't that attractive and therefore they must really know their stuff because they're well, that's rubbish. their brain. I
1: think, I, I actually don't listen to any of that anymore. And I, my advice to those that are coming into this um, industry who maybe feel they're getting a bit of this um, criticism or, you know, are having that sort of a, a tough time, like I did in the beginning, I have to say, not not just the looks thing, but the nepotism thing. Mm-hmm. I think just close it off don't think about it prove mm. yourself mm. work really hard and and get on with it yeah. and um nowadays there is no room for for judgment to be quite frank with yeah. you on in any way as we know but you just um, don't want to be token totty no of course you don't but i think that if you if you no stone un you know unturned mm. i think mm. work hard and you will prove yourself yeah. whether you look wonderful or whether you know whatever um, I, th- I think that uh, it is an argument you're right and I think that there is an amount of proving that you have to do mm. but once that once you come through that I think you answer those critics those people that are sort of tweeting you and, and don't look at all that rubbish as well yeah. I never look at any of it yeah. any well, that's, that I've that learned is... to look at no comments because mostly it's rubbish sorry <laughs> <laughs> shall we finish then? okay <laughs>
0: Your final point before you leave (laughs) to go for your next marathon training session, what have you got to prove to yourself this year? What is gonna be a defining moment for you? What is left to to achieve unfulfilled ambitions? Obviously the marathon's up next, but the rest of the year if I can wave a magic wand and we're sitting here in 360. And this is to do with work. Anything.
1: I this year will be fulfilling myself with passion projects, mainly. Uh, I am. I'm freelance, so I, I'm now doing things I want to do. I obviously loved being at Sky Sports, um, and, and and what I'm saying is that era is finished, and so therefore I've chosen to take a different path now, because I wanted to do different things. Mm. I wanted to balance my life differently. I wanted to spend more time with my children. I want to go and watch them in their matches on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, as well as a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. I want to do the marathon. I want to challenge myself. And I want to work really hard and choose and pick and choose. And I want to have time to pick and choose. But I do want to reflect more. I do want to sit back more, relax more, not be so anxious about things which is happening and all good. And just a bit more um what's the word really? Meditative in a way about life. Because you do, you know, I'm 43 and you can't live your life in that kind of stressy bubble anymore. Mm. You know, you, you've been through stuff, you need to kind of go back go and say, okay. That was tough. Now I'm all right. And and if you can conquer that, you can, you can move to the next stage and hopefully help others as well and, and impart some wisdom.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.